0: Welcome back to 2% of Tommy and LJ, where 2% of the time the podcast is recorded every week. And the rest is whenever we feel like it. Because it's not easy being green.
1: That's what I was thinking. Where's that from? Wait, don't tell me. It's not easy being green. I mean,
0: you know, you know. I know, you know, you know.
1: Is it The Grinch? No. It's not easy being... <gasps> Kermit! Yes. Yeah. I Okay, so I actually had a, a DVD of Kermit the Frog, and it was like Kermit Swamp or something... And he had, like, other frog friends. And he went to the city one time. And there were, like, poachers or something. That's all I remember. But he lived in the swamp. And it, it was, like, a, his movie. It wasn't with the other Muppets. Did
0: you see the new Muppet movie?
1: Was that the one where, like, the evil Kermit meme? Uh, kinda maybe, kinda no, from? I'm talking about the one with Marshall. Oh, or it was the musical? Yeah, I kind of mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I saw that one. But that one came out
0: before the newer one. Well, I mean the one that, like, started the series of... Muppet movies again Oh Is that I, Did they make that A series I don't know Like is the, Cause I didn't see The other one oh. with the. I thought there was Three now
1: I have no idea The one guy With like the long nose With the blue one Sam Eagle No I don't think I don't think so
0: You talking about The Muppet Yeah The blue guy Yeah With the eagle face It's a bird
1: he, was, he wasn't a bird and he just had a really like protruding nose, and he had like this whole thing about his family. Okay, I don't think we're
0: talking about the same person. That... You mean
1: Grover? Yeah, I think. No, that's from Sesame Street.
0: Grover. Gro- is Super the, the, Grover. Is that the
1: homeless guy? No, Grover is Muppet. No, that is from Sesame.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know
0: but Oscars. The, but the Sesame Street people were just all Muppets at one time. You know, like Kermit was on the Sesame Street, and all those. Guys. Are you being serious? Yeah.
1: So they, like, left Sesame Street and became their own gang,
0: is what you're saying? Well, no, I think there was Muppets before there was Sesame Street, but then the idea of Sesame Street was conceived using the Muppets as, oh. like, its characters, and then, after, yeah. and then after a while, the Muppets were like, and we can do bigger and better things, so you can just have this new set of characters we're just gonna make up for Sesame Street, and I think they're probably just as famous now, if I'm being honest. Like Sesame think, Street? Yeah, I think, like, Sesame Street's huge. I think just many people know Elmo as no term at the frog.
1: That's true. I recently read a thing where, uh, Sesame Street was getting their first, like, homeless, um, character. Or, what do, we, what do you call the Sesame Street Muppets? You don't call them Muppets. You just call them Puppets? Yeah, I guess. Okay, well, their first, like, homeless puppet. Oscar wasn't homeless? That's exactly what it said. It's like, Oscar's been, like, living in that trash can for, like, yeah. however many years. He's not homeless? And I mean... Oscar the Grouch, man.
0: But, I mean, a lot of them don't really have... I mean, I don't think I've ever been inside frickin' Telly's house or Snuffleupagus' house before.
1: I like that you remember their names. Yeah, of course. I I don't, unfortunately. I'm not that...
0: Well, the Snuffleupagus, obviously. You know who that is. The Snuffleupagus.
1: That's, like, a scary thing, is it not?
0: No, he's, like... He's Big Bird's best friend because they bonded because they're both, like, huge. The
1: Snuffleupagus. See, when I say Snuffleupagus, when, when you say Snuffleupagus, that reminds me of, like, like the Heffalumps or whatever from Heffal-lum- Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Which I did, s- I s- did you see the new Winnie and Pooh movie?
0: Christopher Robin, you mean?
1: That, yeah, it is what it, yeah. I did not see it. It was really good. Really? Yeah, I liked it a lot because it's, you know, just this cute movie about childhood this and, like, overworking yourself and, and family and, and other things.
0: Did I tell you about the day that
1: I just came home and cried? No. Why? What happened? Why? Well, do you want to... Well, I just want to say that like Tommy's eyes are just like tearing up right now. Yeah well, that's, this is un-
0: that's what made me think about this, a but single I'm not, tear I, is like I'm a not actually crying right now. And also, by the way, where are we recording today? Sesame Street. So if you hear like some puppets coming in talking, just just be lucky that PBS is funding this podcast. If only they were funny. <laughs> <laughs> if PBS paid us, we have to clean up our acts. We're too hardcore for PBS. PBS Kids
1: is where Where they keep all that uh That low life stuff <laughs> Not regular PBS You know us Going hard in the paint Martha Speaks Nah gee. Was PBS Did PBS also have Like the Freaking Polar bear that talked to the moon He wasn't a polar bear He was an orange bear He was orange? Yeah What? Bear in the big blue house Bruh My life's being changed
0: You don't remember that? No what I just I thought he was always white No, he was, um, unless we're thinking of a different bear that talks to a moon, then the bear in the big blue house was not a polar bear, he was orange. And he had, like, two little purple otter friends. Maybe. And there was, like, a green monkey, like a lemur.
1: What if you've been colorblind? What if I've been colorblind? What if one of us has been colorblind? This entire... Well, um, if I've
0: been colorblind and I've been seeing white as orange and vice versa, that'd be crazy.
1: What color is your undershirt right now? White. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. You don't know. Bow, 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 bow. Bow
0: it out. Yeah, so... The, this day I came home and cried, I was just, like, over... And I... At this house, and I saw this commercial, and it was, like... So, I'll describe it to you, and I might start, like, actually crying. Because that's... It's just weird for me. Okay. So, like, this... Okay, here we go. <laughs> so, the... Woody. Key, the Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I was thinking about that. Also. Let me tell the story. Okay. So... Like, see, this kid and his mom go into the, like, hardware store or whatever, and the kid, like, goes to the guy, and he's like, I need to get something that my dad will really love, and the guy just, just, like, happens to be standing near the cups or whatever, so he's like, she's like, I'm sure your dad will love this, like, just because, he knows the the kid doesn't care. Right. And and he, like, so the kid picks up this cup for his dad or whatever, so then it's like Christmas, it just cuts right to Christmas morning, and, like he has all these presents for him or whatever and it's like all the parents are like so excited to see it but he's like no no dad has to open this first and he like goes and gets the cup (sighs) It's getting I don't even know what's gonna happen but I'm already like and uh, okay and he like goes and gets the cup and he's like so like you know how like you watch a kid and you're like excited to see the kid so he's like watching his dad how like they would parents would be watching the kid open this cup and then the dad like opens it and he sees it as a cup but he's like so fake happy he's like oh i love it so much but then the kid is like so happy he like jumps into his dad's arms and he's like oh i love you dad and he's like hugging him and he's like yeah merry christmas and then that's pretty much it and then it's like shop at lowe's fuckers <laughs> But, it, the, what? The, but the point is that, like, the dad is so fake happy, but it made the kid so happy. real happy yeah. that he was I think fake about happy. It. Wow. Yeah.
1: The image of, like, this the singular tear, like, coming out of Yeah, the that was a real singular
0: <laughs> tear, not just a yawning singular tear. That's crazy. So then I came home after that, and I was just thinking about Toy Story 3 again, and I was just an um, emotional rat.
1: Toy Story 4. Tom Hanks couldn't look at the people when he recorded, yeah. guys. Toy Story 4... It was so emotional
0: do, the ending. Do, do you... Uh, do you understand how much that movie frustrates me? You it's, haven't even seen it yet. The I, I'm talking about the idea of that movie. Oh. I think... I've yet to meet someone who's contrasted my argument of Toy Story 3 being the best film trilogy of all time. Like. But now it's not a trilogy. It's just exactly, a, a 4 Exactly. But not only that, because... but. What makes Toy Story 3 such a good trilogy is it tells a story, and all three movies make sense when you watch them one after another. Yeah, it's an arc. And it's Andy's story. Yes. You can say whatever you want about it. Oh, well, Buzz and Woody... Obviously, Buzz and Woody the main character, but it's the story of Andy. Correct. So, now that we're just going to be with this little girl who's just meant to be a funny throwaway character... We've already had,
1: like, 30-minute like episodes. Like, there was one... Short films, yeah. Yeah, but, like with the... Dinosaur one. Yeah, but they
0: can put that on Disney Channel all they want. Doesn't mean that it's gonna go to the box office and be canon and all this that's, crap, yeah. which is, and then in the preview, which is the most annoying thing in the world, they show a spork, like that's animated and talking like the toys. Oh yeah, Keen Peel. No, 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 no. But like, this is a different trailer. Oh, I don't know if I've seen it then. Well, it's just like all the like the main characters like running and dancing in a circle, and then there's this talking spork that's also there. Oh, was it given sentience? That's what... Exactly. So, like... But what's the point? Because the whole point... Hey, what is this movie called? Toy Story. Is it called freaking Spork Story? No. Well, it's now a toy because it was given sentience. But it's not a toy. It's... it's... Anything is a toy. Okay, yeah, any... So what makes... like why, So then why did not When Andy leaves the room, why doesn't the freaking chest come to life? I'm sure he's played with that chest because there's a wagon painted on the outside of the chest. Like, why doesn't it, like, start driving around, you know? It, or talking or something. Well...
1: C- See that's the point at which you get where you're like you just have to accept the magical realism of the story. And I did. And but say now they're changing eyes. the rules. Now they're changing there's the eyes, rules. So it immediately means it can see, and therefore if it sees, it can have sentient. The on etch a sketch
0: mind. and the freaking speak to, the spell to speak that don't have eyes but they're sentient. You right? All right. Well, then I don't know <laughs> what to tell you.
1: Magic, dude. <laughs> <laughs> PFM. Pure freaking
0: magic. See, I was fine with it, because obviously I don't go around thinking, like, oh, how, what are the Toy Story... I'm just talking about, like, when you start adding things that you've never done before. I guess that you can make an argument for that, episode that keeps a franchise healthy, but I don't want them to even add to this franchise, is the problem. I think that it's perfect the way it is.
1: What if one of the characters loses their sentience? And is replaced by a spork? I don't know about replace, but I'm saying, like, I'm thinking of, you know, the whole... Tom Hanks being, oh, the ending was so de sad, I couldn't record my voice, or I couldn't look, blah, blah, blah. Moral story, it was a sad ending, so I'm thinking, what if one of the characters... How could it be a sad ending? Well, then why would Tom Hanks not be able to look at the people because the ending was so emotional? Maybe it's so happy because they're all leaving each other? We don't know, Tommy.
0: Yeah, but but why would it be sad? I don't understand. I don't know like the, like the, I don't know The third one has the, the, it, yeah. the sad moment But
1: the ending is happy Yeah it, All so of the them fourth, end happy That's the point Because it's
0: Supposed to make me happy Remember when I used to think The sad scene In Toy Story 3 Was when they were Going into the fire That is child's play Compared to the actual Like ending scene Of this movie
1: What what you're saying It's gonna be
0: no, Toy Story 3. The, I, like So that scene where they're going into the fire, right? Yeah. Everyone thought that was meant to be sad. But I watch that now, I don't even flinch. But when I see Andy like p- holding the box of the toys... And then... And, and he's like... Well, first of all... So the sad part isn't really when he's like talking about leaving them. The sad part is when he spends the whole afternoon in the backyard with the girl playing with his toys. That's what... That gets yeah, you. Yeah, that's like... Oh my god, and I then can feel it
1: happening. The crazy... S- and the thing was that he was gonna leave the rest of the toys, but take Woody. Yeah, but then he didn't. That's next level yeah. taking Woody. And then he realized Woody needs to be there yeah. for the new little girl. Who we don't care about. We
0: care about the toys. No one cares about Bonnie. She's useless. So I don't she's even remember crap. her name. Yeah, she's crap. That's why you don't remember her name. And I just think like so when we talk about movies uh, like high school, at least for our generation. Everyone has seen all these movies, obviously. Yeah. So it's, like, the only real, like, standard of comparison. Like, no, no one's, like, I mean, obviously there's people that are, but like, no, no one's, like, let's talk about all the uh, Quentin Tarantino movies. You can't just walk into a classroom and expect everyone to know that. But if you walk into a classroom it's like, let's bring the Pixar movies, everybody knows them. Yes. So This is important to our generation. Correct. This, this isn't just, like, a way for you to make your money, John Lasseter. So s- wake up. And cancel your plans for this effing movie, even though I'm sure you already spent millions of dollars on it.
1: Do we know when it's coming out?
0: I think next year.
1: When next year? Like, Christmas next year? I think,
0: like, spring.
1: Ooh, that's close-ish.
0: I think it's, like, May.
1: Ooh.
0: Ooh. Ooh. All I'm saying is no spork zone here, folks.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Sporks are... And a spork of all things. Is it a plastic spork? Yeah. So it's made out of plastic.
0: But it just has, Mm. like, a bunch of freaking pipe cleaners and crap all over it. So it's made in... Oh, so it's not just googly eyes. Well, the googly eyes are also, like, the main factor. But here's the thing. Why can it be assembled? Like, why can you just... Can I just make anything, then? And it can be a sentient toy? Have I told you that story? I'm sure I have. About how we went to the Toy Story Hotel one time at Disney when I was real little. I don't remember this. Okay, so, we, well, it's not really a long story. It's just, like, we went to the Toy Story Hotel, and I don't know if they told the people to do this, or they just did it of their own fruition, but we were there, and we were just staying, and then we would... We how looked, old were you? Like, six or seven, okay. maybe even younger. Than gotcha. That. And so we have, like, a bunch of, like, toys and Disney merchandise and whatever, so we bought all that, and we would just leave it in the hotel room, messy, because we were kids my parents didn't clean up because it was vacation and then so we would come home and all the toys would be like sitting in a neat row like sitting next to each other and like for the first like we were there for like maybe like three days so, like the first couple of days maybe a little more than that, the first couple of days i was like wow this is like real magic at disney that like you real get. toy story yeah. magic because that well if we were anywhere else we probably wouldn't have made the connection but we were at the toy story hotel so i was like this is serious but then one day we came home and we saw the maid cleaning up the toys. and it like.
1: Well, you knew that she just made the toys look nice. I
0: didn't know that, though, as a kid. Oh. my parents didn't tell me or anything. They were just like, yeah, it's real magic. And I was like, wow. The toys. And then I, but then
1: you know that they wouldn't want to know you, that they're sentient. They wouldn't
0: want you to know that they're sentient. Yeah, but maybe they just forgot where they were originally.
1: That's the thing I was thinking about, dude. When they, like someone leaves the room and then they all come out of their backpack or whatever and then start talking and gathering and then drop like they were out of the backpack. Someone just comes home but and they like... they
0: weren't out of the backpack, so I don't understand. Not in your thing. I meant like... No, no, the... no I, know, I know what you're saying. Like, but they weren't out of the backpack when they left. Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. And someone just comes back and is like, sick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, tight. Anyway, but... It's mm. kind of crazy.
0: So that was my first experience with real magic. And then it was shattered. And that's why I'm such a cynic. Mm. That was a defining moment in my life.
1: Like when Smirch lost his train.
0: Or his balloon. Or everything balloon. he lost. Yeah.
1: Or when he was told to not move because he was the new dwarf. Or when he was just, like, overshadowed by his brother who his mom loved way more.
0: Or when that was actually the point of the show and I don't give a crap about the main story with Phineas and Ferb.
1: This is true. <laughs> The Smurfs and and Perry B story is my favorite thing I've ever seen.
0: I just don't think that they're likable characters, Phineas and Ferb.
1: I think they're likable characters. I like the A story.
0: It never really did anything for me. And even when I was, like, the funniest parts of that part story for me were always, like, the Baljeet and Buford humor.
1: Buford, my favorite character. Really? What? There's so much depth to that man.
0: I don't know how you can say that it's Perry the
1: Platypus. I, I, Okay, well, yeah, Perry's great. He, there's nothing to
0: not like about Perry the Platypus. But you can... Okay, but Perry,
1: I'm talking about, like, out of the group of friends. Okay. Like, Perry's the most likable, but Beeford's my favorite. Why? Well, he because... He's like a bully, right? But he cares about Belgeet. And then he also, like, speaks French and has, like, a soft side. There's so many layers to this man that you don't know, and it's... Honestly, he's my inspiration for character development. For learning French? No. Oh. Those are all those fine French women out there. Hey, to you French woman, or bonjour to you French woman listening out I, there. I
0: actually, I want you to know, I almost just said hola, as if that <laughs> was correct.
1: Well, I'm glad you caught yourself.
0: Hola, me amo Perry the Platypus.
1: I'm pretty sure their word for platypus is completely different.
0: Probably. Have you seen that video of all, like, the cats and people saying what a cat sounds like in their native language?
1: No, that sounds interesting, though.
0: Yeah. Well, When, when, I've, when like, sixth grade, when the teacher first told us, like, what does the cat say? And she was like, moi, moi. I was like, I don't understand how that could be possible. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense
1: that because, like, we hear different things. That different sounds would sound different to the peoples of their language. But
0: but the cat is sounds the same, you know? Like it doesn't Well yeah. Like we hear
1: meow, right? You, and they hear mwah. It's it's the phonemes and the morphemes, that's not, like, But my boy. Uh, If
0: they just spell it differently, I don't understand, but like they're actually describing it as like sounding different, which is crazy to me. I don't
1: know. I don't know. What? I'm just saying you gotta get closer. I'm close. I'm too close. Hot close. Bazinga. You like that one? I do like that one, actually. <laughs> I liked it a lot. So much so. Bazinga. Slap Bazinga. another one oh. on there. Bazinga. My hat, my hat keeps there.
0: Dude, you hit the repeat. Bazinga. Bazinga.
1: Oh. Now that they're oversaturated. <laughs> Dang, now I can't use it for like another five podcasts. I'm going to get myself.
0: Do you want a pillow?
1: I do want a pillow. Let me go grab one from Elmo.
0: Elmo? oh okay yep <laughs> <laughs> it's like borrowing a cup of sugar from your neighbor but a lot more serious and intimate
1: you know the the line in hey ya by Andre 3000 that says "Lend me some sugar I am your neighbor is one of the most amazing lines I've ever heard of because he's saying "Lend me some sugar sugar's like kissing and I am your neighbor as in like you should
0: give me that I thought that that song was by Outkast
1: Everyone says it's by Outkast, but I'm pretty sure I remember a story where on 2000, this was like his little spread away from that, and doing his own, like, song thing, more so than doing rapping with Outkast. But I could be wrong, and it could be by Outkast, like, they could have just produced it together.
0: All I know is that the music video on YouTube definitely says that it's by out- I don't know if that means that it is by them. All I know is that the YouTube video, which is possibly a torrent, I'll give you that, is just, says, hey-ya, uh, Outkast. <laughs> Who doth know? Somebody that's for sure that's the thing when I think about like all the stuff I don't know somebody knows it this is true yeah
1: do you think there's something that someone doesn't know
0: but it's like in a book somewhere but then somebody had to have known dude I, Dr. Dean lent me that book on how cameras work today oh is that that book you were
1: looking at yeah so wow your tummy's doing a little rumble there well I haven't eaten all day so you some club crackers no I don't want any club crackers I'm, hey I'm, guys I'm good this podcast sponsored by Not Club Crackers. Keebler. Keebler? Their parent company. Oh. Oh, with the little mini guy who makes those cool cookies. Mm, yes. We like him. We do? Yes, Tommy. Okay. We do. Oh, okay. I'm including you in that. Anyway, what were you going to say?
0: Uh, oh, cameras. How oh, cameras yeah, cameras work. work. So it turns out that it's really not that great of an invention as I thought it was
1: what do you mean cameras are
0: insane yeah but i thought that it was like some sort of like magic technology at work it's really all they did so the only real technology in a camera is just like the the lens is really the only technology that's in the camera the lens and the aperture are really the only two piece of technology in the camera so the aperture is like the device that lets light into it okay and it can decide how much or little light it is and then and when it's time to take the picture it can also shoot light out of it which is really not that exciting and then the lens obviously like you can choose but to it focus. captures a moment no no in no time, but so though. the way that that works is this is just for black and white cameras mind you. i haven't learned. i haven't learned how color or anything like that works yet okay but or digital cameras this is just for like Photo boxes like from like the olden days that you
1: like put the cloth over your yeah head, yeah you know? yeah so I Little learned how sh- those yeah. work
0: so basically all that does the, the like those old cameras is they just discovered a material that was sensitive to light and that it would alter its composition if it was exposed to light so all they did was they just so the flash is really the important part so like all they did was they just like put the box and then they put the light sensitive material in a very dark box obviously and so they would just shoot off the aperture in the flash so that would make everything that was exposed to light in like the picture you want to take very bright obviously everything that was dark like a little still a little less dark but still much darker than the pieces that were always exposed to like a lot of light so then basically what the camera was then doing is that the pieces of that that were exposed to that intense light would be altered Because it's because it's going through the lens and it's just like altering on the back of the of the photos of light sensitive material, so all instantaneously it's just putting down where all the heavy light is on the light sensitive material, and this may not make that much sense. But then, what they did is they just did a negative image of that, so that way all the areas that are it's meant to look right. It's just like they did a reverse of that. So everything looks in nice shades, and the proper shades and everything like that. So that's pretty much how cameras work. Which I thought that there was, like, some sort of crazy thing going on. But it's really just, like, manipulation of something that naturally occurs. Isn't that science? Just a way to harness what we already are dealing with? Yeah, but I, I thought that, like, there was, like, some sort of, like, chemical they came up with or something like that. They were, like, it's literally just, like, abuse of natural systems. I mean still pretty cool,
1: though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. IMO, am ONGLTBH. you
0: know? Yeah, but I, I can't imagine how this works. That's what I'm saying. Not even as, like, a camera, just everything that this does. My, my brain cannot even comprehend. And for this, I mean the phone, the iPhone, which is what we record this on, what you send messages with. How does the internet work? These questions and more with Tommy and LJ. Do we? Do you have any answers about how the internet works? Just PFM, dude. PFM. What's that?
1: Pure freaking magic. Oh, yeah. You said that before. Yeah, me, I did. Literally, this podcast. Yeah. I Maybe know. if you paid attention. Sorry,
0: I was I was in my that was in my <laughs> Toy Story rage. So oh, was, I see. I was blinded. Blinded. Yeah. It's okay. I forgive you. Well, we spent twenty five minutes talking about crap, so. I don't know if it was crap. I was interested. I was was intrigued.
1: But... As long as we're intrigued, that makes it intriguing.
0: Now it's time to get back to the past, everyone. If I had the soundtrack of, like, the back to the past, back to the... From Samurai Jack, I'd be playing that right now. Samurai Jack? Good show. I was going to get you something today. But then I didn't do it. What does that mean, you were going to get me something today? I was going to get you, like, a gift. Why? Because I missed your birthday. Oh, okay. But also, it's close enough to Christmas now that it can also count as that.
1: That's true. Yeah. You don't have to give me a gift though. So you
0: but I got. I but I've got such a good gift idea.
1: Okay. Well, I guess since you can't waste the idea. Yeah. That makes me sound like I I I, air quotes don't want it, because I was like, oh, I do. Well, I guess you since you don't have to waste the idea, you should. and you know, I don't really. I don't really care. But I appreciate that you're putting effort into something for me.
0: Well. Because I thought about what you got me for my birthday a long time ago. You got me that Mario 8-Bit Amiibo over there.
1: That doesn't mean anything. That wasn't, like, special at all. It was just, like, well, no, but Nintendo. You,
0: yeah, but you recognize my interest, right?
1: It's very difficult to not <laughs> recognize well, your wall of...
0: No, but what I'm saying is, like, you went out of your way to get one I didn't have and all this stuff. So I thought about what I was going to get you, and I was like... I could do something, like, emotional or whatever, but there's time for that later. Like this is just gonna be something that I know that he will? Cause I think my girlfriend is gonna get me something sappy for Christmas. And as much as I appreciate that, and I'm sure I'm gonna love it, cause it's just coming from her. So I'm I'm gonna care for it. That's know? what I told her. You told your girlfriend that no. she asked you what to get me for Christmas. Yeah,
1: she's like, <laughs> she's like, hey, I have this idea for Tommy, and I'm like, I don't know if it's good or blah blah blah, blah. and I'm like, listen. It doesn't matter, like, the thought that counts. As she said it is, it's true. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what you get somebody. It's the fact that you're giving them a gift. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be like, oh, wow, this gift fits me or blah, 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 later. But the whole point of the gift is the fact that I appreciate you enough to like physically that, represent it. The day
0: that you got me that pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, that was magical. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... But I think she's going to give me something sappy, which is going to be fine, and I'm going to love it, like I said. But that is only good for like a certain amount of time right like
1: i mean yeah yeah
0: like you're only gonna have this memory and this emotions and this for a certain extended period of time so you get to treasure it and love it for that amount of time and i would not change it for the world but if i get you something that's like you're just like tangible that you can like say like this has this value associated with it and it's something that i can enjoy independent from you true that's like something that you'll like and then maybe every once in a while if you look at it and you say oh tommy got me this then that would be cool but you also can just enjoy it without thinking about me
1: that's true so that's very fair i have a lot of things in my room that have like a lot of sentimental or emotional value in one sense or the other that is also um you know like independent and Mm -hmm. separate so i can enjoy it Mm -hmm. but it also is like for instance i have a necklace it's a mini harmonica i've seen yeah chris gave me that and i can always be like wow Chris got me that, but mm-hmm. I can still enjoy it and be like, or whatever, you know, noise. Mm-hmm. However, you recreate that with your own mouth. Um, that's the thing. When <laughs> I'm going to college, though, it's like, what do I take with me? Woody is the answer. No, I'm going to give Woody to Bonnie,
0: dummy. Haven't you seen the Toy I Story 3? Would I wouldn't do it. I would take Woody. You would take I would have taken Woody. Wow. But, and to be fair, I would have <laughs> take, taken all, like, Here's the, here's the thing, though. You would never really played with Woody. You would have just... Put him on a shelf. Yeah. Yeah. So, really, it's good that Woody stayed with Bonnie. It's good, but, okay, well, here's the thing. I wouldn't have just taken Woody. I would have, like, the main, like, five characters. I would have taken all of them. Okay, all right. I would have had one of these, and I would have put all five of them on it, and I would have just had them there in my dormitory. Dormitory. Yeah, because... Habitacion. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? Christmas gifts, and I was just talking about, like, sentimental. Because I was going to get you this gift. But what I got for my girlfriend is tickets to a show. Okay. Lace Missa Lace. Okay. If you I don't know if you've heard of it. I have. I'm sure it's pretty famous. Does but, she know? Yeah, she knows. Oh, okay, I was gonna say because like, she saw. Oh, it the, was spoiled. Yeah, it was spoiled. But I also got other stuff. So
1: okay, you should be better at not
0: spoiling things. Well, she was over here. Well, you should have hid it away. Well, no, was, was it just like laying no, no, out? No, no, because she was over here the first time and she didn't see it, and then she again the second time. I'm like, oh, I didn't. Okay, even Okay, think but did that. you have them in plain sight though? It's right where they are right now. Where? At snuffle oh, oh my! Are you at, serious? Yeah, at his house, God. dude. But the but what I said because here's the thing, I don't need it to be a surprise. I'm very sick of the idea that Christmas surprise. I can continue on that later. But the reason that I think this is a good gift and is because, one, it's very clear to see like okay, this has this value and this is something that I can do as an experience. First of all. So you're not, like, just getting something you can always have with Experiences? You. Good. Yes. That's why I have plans. So this is, like, this is an experience, right? And so while when she thinks of it, she will think of me, but she could also just be, like, even if, like, I don't longer become intrinsically attached to that memory, hopefully I can make that day good enough to where she can just say, I remember that day being good. That was a good experience. And that was just something that was a gift to me, was that experience and that good time. Because... What is the most valuable resource? Time. So, if you can choose, if, like, you decide that this was time spent wisely, I basically convinced you that you have spent your most valuable resource in an effective, enjoyable way, which is, like, an amazing achievement. Wow, that, that deserves... (laughs) So you gotta make it good. Thank you. Thank you, my adoring public. (laughs) Got any big Christmas gifts or surprises coming up? You probably don't want to spoil it, but... You got you got any
1: um, Well I think the thing is like the surprise of the gift. That's really It's is the the that's listen that's what makes Christmas Christmas. This time right now is it's the anticipation. People see, when people say merry christmas to you, it's not christmas, it's not the 25th of
0: yes, December.
1: Ma- it's saying you know, merry christmas, merry it's the season, the holiday. Everyone's more giving. It's like that time period. Once christmas happens, literally noon, it's over. What is everyone going to do? To like watch a movie or lay around in their gifts or, you know, Drink the extra milk and cookies, or...
0: Drink the cookies.
1: Drink the cookies, eat the milk. Because the cookies... Are batter. And the milk is...
0: Uh, Congealed. Yes.
1: Correct. But... Uh, Any, like... No, not really. I don't know, man. Gifts are... Gifts are whack. You're carrying around a gift today. I was. What was that situation? That was from Nathan. He, he gave it to me. And he told
0: you not to open it until Christmas?
1: No, he said you can open it whenever you want. Are you going to wait till Christmas? Oh, heck yeah, I'm going to wait till Christmas. I could have told you that. And I did tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't tell me that. But, because it's more, I don't know, it's more sentimental that way. I was like, oh, look at that. But, what was I going to say? I don't know. I was carrying it around all day. And people were like, what is that? And I was like, I don't know. And they're like, whose is it? And did I was you? Like, That's mine. Put that gift underneath the tree? In
0: the. Senior Lab? No, I did not. Did Nathan do that? Possibly. Cause it was in the similar wrapping paper. Yeah. But it looked like it could have been your handwriting on the thing that said "Don't open it." No, maybe it was. It wasn't. Oh.
1: <laughs> no, you never know. That. Listen, I I do stuff that you don't know about, Tommy. I have a.
0: It's true, especially these days. It's been three weeks since we had a conversation. That's not true. But it's had been three weeks since we had a conversation like this.
1: This is true. Most of our conversations are like little. <laughs> Jabs at. Creative writing. Creative writing. Oh. <laughs> you want to you want to get into that or
0: i just can... want to talk a little bit more about the christmas surprise okay and then yeah, we gotcha, can continue gotcha. so when you're a little kid right like you the reason that you want christmas to come quicker is because you want just to get all the stuff for you right right because it, it teaches it's, you patience yeah because but now and that's also because you didn't have a list of like 10 things that you knew that you were going to get that's like you just prioritize like this is what i want but now unless you're living in a certain circumstance You're probably in a fortunate situation where you can say, Mom, Dad, this is, like, the ten things that I want, and if you're willing to get them for me, this is what I would like for Christmas, right? And it's a very spelled-out list, and this is, like, very clear, and you have a reasonable expectation that's what you're going to get. And there's very little element of surprise. And two, now I don't really... Obviously, I'm excited to get that stuff that I asked for, but the thing I'm more... Like, I got these nice gifts for people, and I just want to be able to be like, here you go, I got this for you. Like, I hope you enjoy it. Because... I want
1: the validation of them opening it in front of you. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like I don't my experience is going to be enhanced by it being cr- like 7 days or whatever how many days it is from now. Like I would like to just cuz I, if I if it was feasible I would do it every day. Maybe not every day but like on a more frequent basis than once a year, you know. Right. So I just just knowing that it's like I feel like this idea that we put so much, like, on this day of Christmas where it's, like, you have to wait. This is, like, the one day of the year where, if nothing else, you get everything that, like, this is the day to give. Like, you have to be thankful and you have to, like... Well, I guess
1: that's what makes it, you know, emotional and, like, sentimental and stuff, right? Like, I agree with what you're saying, but I don't really see a a problem with it. But to go to the whole validation thing, like, I ask people sometimes. um, Like, that's why Nathan said, you can it whatever you want. I'm like, do you want the validation of me opening this in front of you? I, I ask that to people, right? I'm like... And then they either say yes or no. And then I either... Usually I'll, I'll open it in my own time so I could secretly... Like, not secretly. <laughs> secretly. <laughs> wow, I wouldn't like this. I shouldn't I shouldn't tell them that I do. But, uh, I don't know. I think, yeah, opening it in front of the other person is to... I think it's good. I don't do it because I'm weird. <laughs> but, no, I get it. If you give someone a gift, you want the validation of knowing that they enjoy it or don't. Yeah. So,
0: yes. Like... Because, like, usually I'm broke at Christmas time. Because this is when everything comes out, right? Correct. But now I've got money. So i got nice stuff for people. Nice. And, and obviously, oh, money, gift of the match, I eat my ass, all right? Like, you money gifts bad. Just giving them money, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's good
1: at the end of the day. Like, my family, yes, give me money so I can just go spend it on what I want. But the thing is, do I know what I want? I don't know i'll see something and then impulsively buy it and that's great that's good for me because then i can use it whenever time and it's not like bent on me knowing what i want by a certain time especially since throughout the year i'll be like oh this would be dope for christmas
0: and then i forget here's the thing uh, if you just get like things like for me the thing that i would always want is like Video games, right? And while well, a majority come out during Christmas, I can't be like, okay, yeah, just give me the. just. I can't be like, what I really want is this thing that's coming out in two months that I know is coming out in two months and just wait and get it for me. That to just be like, oh, well, here's this thing that's like a cheap knockoff of it or like something that's just like a replacement or whatever, right? And I'm just like, no, just you could wait it or just give me the money. But I don't. I think that there's pros and cons to both of those situations. But like, so i like, like, waiting to like see what they like people that I give them like I don't want them it's like you told me what you wanted or I got you something that you didn't even know you were gonna want and like it's it's good it's like it's just like I want you to know that like yes this is what I did and I don't need it to be like oh this is the day that you need to know I just want you to be like think because if you could just choose like this is a day that I want you to know that I'm caring about you because even if on Christmas you didn't get any presents from everyone, you would already still have that feeling of, like, oh, we care for each other, and it's, like, a magical day today and whatever, right? But if it's, like, like say, like, right now, like, whoever, like, say, like, my mom or something is had, like, a really crappy day. If I could just be, like, I got this for you, and it's, like, because I care about you, and, like, this is why I, I got it, and, like, all this stuff, and it's, like, that could be, like, such a good, healthy thing, you know? So do you think when
1: you have kids you're going to change up the game?
0: I've been thinking about that a lot. Because you I- can make them their Christmas that way. Yeah, okay, so, well, I've been, I have I've been thinking about that too much, but I'm thinking about Santa a lot. Oh, oh, I, bruh. Yeah, so, here's the thing. My dad really cares about Santa, like, having that idea of mm-hmm. being associated with Christmas. So, I've played out this imaginary scenario where I tell my daughters, like, from the very, very early age when they can, like, first understand it, that Santa isn't real. And, but then I say, when you're around Grandpa, act like he is. Interesting. Yeah,
1: they're gonna slip up though. You know they're gonna slip up.
0: Well, here's the thing. The way I see it, right, is like they're gonna watch cartoons and stuff, and they're gonna have a very clear idea of like those people are fictional characters, and like that Santa represents something. And
1: well, yeah, you you, you just don't want them to have what like Santa represents, just not. Yeah, that's what. That's the only
0: thing I really care about, because like. There's this other commercial that I'll do. Big. It's like, there's basically, I'm sure you It's like the one with the, for the postal so- office where it's like we make more deliveries than anybody else except for one notable exception, and it's Santa that's like doing the deliveries. And it's like, it's pretty it, good. Yeah. And it's like good because, like obviously, they're saying that we're the best, but because like this idea of Christmas and whatever, it's like more powerful than us and whatever. You know what's whack? The fact that if you had like Santa in your household,
1: you would get a present from Santa and then also a present from your parents. Yeah. So they essentially got you two things. Well, well, Which is, like,
0: extra... I'm just thinking about monetary, like... And
1: people spending money on
0: me is, like, whoa. I don't know if you but, ever did, had this happen, but my parents would make fake handwriting for Santa. Like, they would change their handwriting style when they would say that this is from Santa. That's smart. Yeah. That's really smart. But, but um, the point is that... Like, they understand what a fictional character is, right? Right. Like, maybe what not... What age is that, do you think? Like, f- six? You probably know what a fictional character is. But they'll believe is.
1: in it's Santa before then. Yeah. So you're gonna ruin it for them at six years old.
0: Pretty early. As soon as I can... As soon as, like, I know very clearly they understand, like, what's fake and what's real, like, that's probably when I'll do it.
1: But before, when they're, like, four years old and they're like, It's Santa coming for? I feel like at four, you could tell them Santa's not real. And they say, oh, Really? Right. But- you, you could set it up <laughs> from the very beginning. That Santa does not, is not a real person. Yeah, He's a what fictional what character that represents these That's worlds. what I'm saying,
0: like, you can be like, that's what I'm saying. Is it, like, for, but, but would they understand, like, because when a kid watches a cartoon, like a three-year-old kid, do they really know that it's fake? I don't know about that, but I'm saying you can set up the expectation.
1: You, you don't have to be like, Santa's going to come visit you at night, and people, some kids, that's a problem. Here's the problem, Tommy.
0: You're going to, I'm going to be the kid whose kid, I'm going to be the guy whose kids are the ones that spoil it for everybody else. Exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Yeah, I know. But like, then my kids seem superior. So (laughs) it's it's fine. Sure, they're hated for a like a couple like a day after they find out. But then, but listen, when you find out Santa is real, you were probably crushed for like the first like hour or whatever. But then after that, you realize this is a piece of knowledge that I have now that I can tell anybody else. That was there
1: was a Louis C K bit where he was talking about when he first realized that like death happens, and then he was telling some other kid like. You're gonna die. And the kid's like, No, I'm not. And like, because he, he felt so powerful with this bit of yeah, knowledge. So exactly. I, I get that. So, yeah. Uh,
0: that's kind of like the point. It's just like, I've also thought about like religion a lot. Like, I'm not religious at all. But I've thought about like.
1: Are you gonna allow them to seek out other
0: paths? Well, what I've thought is of like forcibly exposing them to religion just so they can see what it's like. Because I know that if I don't ever like take a initiative initiative to do it which is the way that i would prefer to do it is do nothing <laughs> <laughs> but if i don't do anything then they may never even like try and try to figure it out or look into it or whatever because see just, what works for them right? yeah but if, at least if i am like active and they decide they hate it well there you go that's a better decision than them never having been able to decide whether they wanted so you to do think they'll like
1: not. take them to like church or like teach them about the different religions or like yeah i'd, like to, the I'd different... like to
0: get one of each of the three big books and like kind of learn what they're about and then just let them read it they're mostly all the same though so it'd be pretty easy
1: yeah that's true the exceptions i just imagine like one of your daughters just like drip like she's like 17 she's like okay it's sunny morning i'm going to church yeah. bye and wow. you're just like chilling there on the couch or whatever and because that's just something she's like, i would too. love that though
0: that's why I said it.
1: I think it's, it's a nice, like, it's a nice thought to, like, have. If
0: my, like, if my kid decides that they want to be religious, I'll be, like, mind blown. Right? Because, <laughs> like, I'm not going to cut corners with that either. I'm not going to be, like, I'm not going to be, like, oh, if you, like, okay, I'll be, like, if you want to thank God, that's fine, but I won't be, like, Yes, he's real or like I'm uncertain about it or whatever. I'm not gonna cut corners with that. I'm gonna be like, you know, Santa, how that's fake? That's what I think about God also. Like I'm gonna be very upfront with that. Right. So but if they then make their own independent decision away from that to be like, No, I think it's real, I'll be I'll be very impressed. And I'll honestly like at least that's the day when I know my kids have grown up, if they make their own independent decision to be like if that's a five year old five years old, well then that I'm screwed. <laughs> <clears throat> They're just going to be, they're going to outplot you, Tommy. Well, because they're going to come here, right? They're going to be in this house, and they're going to be like, Grandma, tell me about God. I learned about that today. <laughs> and she's going to say that it's real, right? And then my, then my dad will laugh. And <laughs> <laughs> so it's, and, my, and I know my grandma will probably still be alive then, and she's obviously going to say that it's real. So it's just going to be like, why do we teach kids this sort of crap?
1: Moral? I don't know, man. Listen, (laughs) I'm not the kind of person to have a conversation with.
0: I don't know. All I'm saying is, don't take your kids to church, but at least make them read the Bible once a week.
1: Uh, I don't know. Church is very... It depends which church. Some churches are, like, very heavy. But let's not... I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Because there's so many different, like, facets of, like, some things you have to discuss and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And... World story is exposing your kids to religion. Good thing. Try you it
0: out. Give it a try, especially if you're not religious yourself, because you might find something you like. You know, I, there was like about a year ago, I was like convinced I was going to become Hindu. Really? Yeah. Then of course I didn't do it because I'm weak. But you
1: know, <laughs> what what was like the revelation or epiphany?
0: I, I don't know. I just was like looking at this book of like world religions, right? And I was just like it was kind of like that moment in everyone's life where, especially like, obviously this isn't probably the only time it's going to happen, but like that high school thing where it's like, why am I alive? You know, like what's the stupid point of this? The existential crisis kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, obviously I can choose to throw myself in anything. Like I could work harder or all this stuff, but I felt like if I just decided like, this is something that I can just put myself towards every day. Mm -hmm. Like not that it's like, oh, I'm working for some, like a higher purpose. It's just like, it's something that I can do every day. And, like, this is something that I know is going to be meaningful to me if I decide it to be and all this stuff. Like, I feel like that's very powerful. So I was, like, ready to do that. And then I was, like, mm. or I could just continue being a lazy shit and do everything I do normally and just continue being a whiny boy about why I have no purpose in life.
1: Fair enough. No purpose. That's the thing. I think about it and, like, having, like, existential, like, existential, like, however the heck you pronounce it. Crises and stuff It's like Yeah okay We don't matter Cool And like Like the people Who f- focus on that Think about it too much It's like Get over yourself And come back Cause there has to be a point We have to decide That something matters So like Move on A that's, little bit
0: That's why I wanna have kids So bad Right Cause Up until then Who Like You have other people You care about Yeah yeah But they all are already They're Having already Kids They're already like Self sufficient You know like, yeah. My di- mom, she wants me to care about her, right? But she doesn't need me to care about her. But if I have a kid, they need me to care about them. Like, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Like, so, but up until the, before I have kids, who am I going to be working for? Myself. Solely myself. I'm only doing this for me.
1: So. Oh, but you have a purpose when you have another, like, yeah, life. I, exactly. I like that. I like, like that.
0: Because before then, it's just like, like, again, like, you can make the argument, like, people care about you. But, like, if you died... Who is going to be negatively impacted by it, like, emotionally, yaga? But, like, the change in their life is going to be minimal, especially if you do it when you're, like, in 20s. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, changing your actual lifestyle, almost none. So... Wait, what's the change in your actual lifestyle? Like, if, like if I'm 20 years old and I got my own job, I don't live here or anything like that, and, yeah. I, and I kill myself, like... Oh. That changes nothing for anybody that, like, cares about me, right? Like, for their day-to-day lives. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But if I have a kid and then I die... They're just dead. They're 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 done. They're done. So that's why. Obviously, there's some other factors because I'm just like hyping it up for myself for so long. But just like that's like I think the primary purpose why I want kids so bad. That's that's just I think about other teenagers who
1: are like, oh, I don't want to have kids or I hate kids. And I don't mean (sighs) I don't mean to be that kind of guy, but you're wrong. No, (laughs) but
0: (sighs) people no continue but one second i was just like how do you how do you say you hate kids how do you say it i don't understand like you're a kid i don't understand how you I, can say well, you hate I don't kids know, but
1: also at the same time it's like you sure like you're old enough to know what you want and i'm and i'm sure if you say that you don't want but kids you, but you're not but he's, he's like, like benefit of the doubt sure but i feel like at the end of the day your mind's gonna change and and when i say mind i mean like your chemistry of like chemicals and your hormones are gonna be like children engage, and it, it just... It, yeah. it just makes sense that you're gonna have kids eventually. If It's very rare that you won't. You saying you don't is you just being like, right now, you don't want them.
0: Well, also, I think that's partially contributed by, to, by this idea of independence being powerful, right?
1: Oh, true. So they're about to have it. Yeah. And then immediately being tied down by
0: a child. Yeah. They'll have kids. I'm gonna laugh in their faces when they do. But what makes me even more upset like if you tell me you don't want to have any you want to just be independent i respect that a thousand times more than you telling me i definitely want to get married but i don't want to have any kids i i it doesn't make any sense to me i just physically can't understand that what getting married and then not having any kids like what whatever about that being your actual life course but like saying that like saying that's the decision you want to make because what do you Gain from marriage that would not be benefited by kids that you would not be able to do with real independence. You mean like if they just weren't married, they were just dating or something? What I'm saying is, like, if someone comes to me and they say, I don't want to have any kids or a husband, I'm like, okay, good choice. I still think that they're wrong. But like, if you come to me and say, I'm going to get married, but I don't want to have any kids, it just doesn't make any I I, I don't understand. It's like you're still getting tied down, and you're still liable to somebody else in a lot of ways and all this stuff, but you just don't want to care for it? I mean, you still care for your spouse and a you lot of You just don't
1: want to have a child.
0: I but don't Why? Really...
1: I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't... Listen, having to... A... That's why cheating's so whack, because when you when you... That, that's why everyone's being like, married sex is so great. But, but when you have a kid, that's like the combination of two people existing in one body, one soul.
0: That's the fucking crazy thing about it. That's why I'm not going to have my kids the real way. Then to, because then I don't have to be liable to somebody else. See, I just want to them to be your kids. Yes. Are
1: you yes. going to do some, like, artificial, like, I've semen a lot stuff? About, or are you also, just going to adopt? Uh, no. Adopt right well, off the bat?
0: I thought a lot about, like, trying to let them meet their parents, you know? Mm. That's like,
1: well, if they want to, you just, you have to. There's no way around it.